1: We are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is RU Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. We didn't get to see a lot of it. <laughs> we did not get to see a lot of practice today, but we will give you an LSU practice report. Uh, some guys changing defensively into the starting lineup. We will get into that. I did peek in on the offense. Jane Daniels was running with the ones. Garrett Nussmeyer following him right behind there. When I was able to peek in, but guys, we did not see the whole practice. Brian Kelly spoke to the media and said it was the best day on the field since he's been the head coach of LSU. So we'll break all of that down. Brian Kelly did speak with the media. We'll touch on what he said. Some key things that he said here tonight and give our own opinions based off of those, uh, especially that quarterback position. And I know that Lars in here, Lars, I don't know how you say your last name. Corville, I guess. But he says LSU doesn't, still doesn't have a starting quarterback. That's not true. We'll talk about that tonight. As I think that they've have, um, they have have, they their decision. Lars says he's also losing, quickly losing face in Brian Kelly. Lars, they haven't played a game. Lars, they have not played a game. They have not played a game. Let me say this one more time. They haven't played a game. Guys, y'all got to calm down. <laughs> Relax. Golly. Come on, man. What, Lars, I, I'm very interested. What are you losing faith in? What are you losing faith in? I mean, come on, man. Andrew Martin says, got my Paul's Hub shirt today. Yeah, I need some royalties on that. That happened on this show. Pooh Bear, I want my royalties. 50 cents per shirt sold. So we'll get into the practice report. We'll get into Brian Kelly speaking with the media. As guys were ever so closely, we will be joined by TJ Pettinger tomorrow um, to break down Florida State. They obviously play this Saturday against Duquesne. um, And a game that we're all probably going to be glued into. I know that I will be... And anytime that college football starts, week zero, week one, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm very, very fired up for that. Uh, he is back. One of our guests. He's back finally. We're back. As Memphis Spence, a college football poll voter, not Paul Walter, a poll voter. Joins us at seven thirty. He has released his top sixteen. We'll ask him about that, and obviously LSU, what he needs to see from LSU to get them into that top fifteen. How he sees college football shaking out as well, and as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag Ask Blake. So you have a question? Hold on one second, guys. What it? Yeah, go in there with me. Okay. Uh, as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag Ask Blake. You have a question. Fire it inside the Rudy Crew chat, and we will get to as many of them as we can. So, big show in store tonight. We'll tell you some of the defensive shifts that Matt House has made and more. But before we get to that, let's get to a couple of these comments, though, before we get started. D-Pain sends laughing emojis. (laughs) Pooh Bear says, I know what he didn't say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Peyton Wagner says also got my MILF shirt for the Florida state game. I love it, man. I love football. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Peyton also says, let's go getting excited about this season. Blake. I am as well, man. I am as well. It's going to be very fun. Very, very, very fun. Mark says FSU coming to NOLA in 11 days to play at the Superdome versus the Bayou Bengals. I wish miles. Brennan was QB one. (laughs) Um, Outside of the miles thing, it's like, thank you for giving us all the facts that we already knew. <laughs> Thanks, uh, 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 Mark. I appreciate. It. I think he's a big, uh, I think he's a big uh, Southern Miss fan. So I appreciate Mark for joining. Lars says, "I need to know, Lars. This isn't about you. <laughs> it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about any of us." About needing to know the starting quarterback. Wouldn't you want them to take the. I mean, you, you know, you, if he named the starting quarterback today, there'd be people out here bitching and moaning and complaining that he did it too soon. Now Florida State's going to game plan. They're going to game plan, Blake, against Jaden Daniels or Garrett Nussmeyer. I've never, I got to be honest, guys, I've never in my life, seen a coach get attacked so much without ever playing a game. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I don't, I, I don't get it. Maybe somebody can tell me uh, if there's been a coach that um, has taken more criticism without playing a game at his new university yet. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> I mean, crazy, man. Crazy. Doug knows this. He said both could lead us to the SEC title. That's pretty high praise. And I, don't, I think he fully believes that. I think that that's why this decision's taken taking so long. But we'll get into that as soon as we fire out outside of the first break. We'll get into that as well. Jason Brumfield says, I like BK downplaying everything. I really think BK knows this team can be dangerous with the right mindset. I agree with that too. National title, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, Jeff says, put Harold Perkins at reverse running back until Emory comes back. Uh, We got some news on Harold Perkins. We got some news, some things that we saw out of practice today. I think, I think uh, Harold Perkins has worked himself into the real second team. Like, if, if somebody goes down that linebacker spot, Harold Perkins is going to be that guy. I'll tell you about that in the practice report. So let's do that. Let's get there. Let's start this thing off. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. So many of you are watching us live right now on Facebook. Stop. Collaborate and listen. Everybody do us a favor. Hit that like and share. Share to those Facebook groups share to your own social media pages it still stands true the the people who share all five episodes of this week to their social media platforms we are keep I am vividly keeping track of it we'll get two AYS shirts um I think uh, whatever shirts you kind of want we'll we'll give you that and we'll give you $100 cash so hit the like hit the share there's 400 people in here right now there should be 400 shares we should make this video go viral i don't know who does more giveaways in the lsu media group more than we do but we do one every other month we do one every other month so everybody hit the like and share do it right now okay if you're listening to us on youtube hit the like button share subscribe all that good stuff if you're listening to us on xm radio if you're listening to us on tune in Audio podcast, all that good stuff. Rate, review, subscribe, all that as well. We'll be putting a practice report, some things um, that I'm hearing later on tonight. I will be dropping a tidbit on our message board, AYSSnetwork.com. Go subscribe to it today. Uh, things we're hearing around LSU football and more. Okay, let's do this. Let's get this thing started. Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Bardo & Sons and Online. AG. Guys, we will return in one minute and 30 seconds with your LSU practice report. Hit it, Zach. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, Combat Sports, College Sports, Esports, and even Golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in game betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50, that's Believe50, B L E A V, 50, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Bet Online! With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, mono chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs Right then. Again, GM Varndor and Sons, go see him over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give him a call at 225 664 9992. 225 664 9992. Tell him you're a good friend, Playgrafino. Sit you on by. We got some very good comments rolling in here. John Bolin on Facebook says, We could have gotten Lincoln, Dabo, Cristobal, and LSU fans would still be complaining. Just let the man coach and do this thing. Mike Howard says, Blake, as far as some of these fans, stupidity runs rampant. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't um I I I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh Pooh Bear, I'm assuming, because it's a DMX reference. I'm pretty sure Zach doesn't even know who DMX is. <laughs> look it up, Zach. He'll be No, Zach, don't look it up because you'll be barking for three weeks. But he says, <laughs> Why do I always laugh? Am I the only person that laughs at my own jokes? Am I a weirdo for laughing at my own jokes? I think I am. But Pooh Bear says, I was thinking DMX. Drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Oh, no. Zach's got a Tim Tebow haircut. Stop. Drop. <laughs> That's a rough rider's roll. I love it. I love it. Man, Lars is on one tonight. Field goal kicker is my biggest concern besides starting quarterback. Um, I actually do agree with Lars on that one. I actually do agree with Lars on that one. So let's get into this LSU practice report. Memphis Spence joined us in about 15 minutes to give us a breakdown of college football. He dropped his top 16 poll today. We'll get into that and what his thoughts are on Brian Kelly and LSU so far uh, this offseason. season. Uh, Guys, we were at at practice today for about 30 minutes. Um, We were supposed to be there the entire time, but due to the rain, they pretty much just kicked us out. (laughs) Everybody got kicked out, unless you were a coach or obviously a player. Uh, But there were some interesting things that we saw in the 30 minutes. I did get to peep in on the offense, and the first drive, it was Jaden, and then Garrett followed him up. I don't know what to take of that. Um, But all signs point, guys, and and look, everybody continues, 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 continues to worry about who the starting quarterback is going to be against Florida State. Blake, who's going to take the first snap? Guys, I'm here to tell you, it doesn't really matter. Both of them are going to probably get their shot. At this point, guys, they say if Garrett Nussmeyer runs out there, good for him. (laughs) If it's Jane Daniels, good for him. Guys, at this point, it doesn't matter. They're probably going to have to take this to the game. Now, if one of these young men do does come in, I said this last night, I'll have to continue to repeat it, and it's getting exhausting a little bit, but if one of these young men comes out and you score on the first drive and it looks impressive, are you going to pull him out? No. But this team has done some really good things. And even if Jane Daniels or Garrett goes three and out in the first drive, everybody's going to panic. Don't panic. Nobody panic. The truth is, and what may be true, that some people just don't want to hear. Guys, we have two really good quarterbacks right now. Two two quarterbacks that are playing right now, not in the season so far, but right now are playing at a very high level. Again, I can go, go based off of what I saw. And what I saw today when I peeped in there was Jane Daniels running with the ones. It did look like it did look like that they still had Cam out at right tackle, but Brian Kelly said when he met with the media today that guys, pretty much, we're just trying to make sure that we have backups here and cross training some offensive linemen. I I'm pretty much sure that they're set there. At offensive line, I think it's going to be Will Campbell, Traymond Shorts, Cole, uh, uh, Garrett Dellinger, who Brian Kelly said today, guys, he's done phenomenal with the snap. He had one bad day. And you would have thought, and this is how people read stuff like, and the media overreacts to bad snaps. Tell me you've never been to a full college practice without telling me you've never been to a full college practice. Guys, bad snaps in a practice, in a position that a young man's never played is going to happen. Especially when you go in shotgun. Especially when Mason Smith's in front of you. Brian Kelly reiterated today and kind of went out of his way to talk about how Garrett Dellinger, is doing really well snapping the football, and he's really good at calling protections, picking up blitzes, stuff like that. Guys, that's what you want out of a center. If he gets a snap and protection calls right, he is going to be very good. He's going to be fine. He's got two big behemoths next to him and Miles Frazier or Anthony Bradford And obviously, Trayvon Shorts or Miles Frazier, however, they're going to switch it out. Which, by the way, by the way, Anthony Bradford continues to show that he's having a very good camp. You know, LSU posted a video, I think it was today or yesterday, it's on the LSU gold thing. And a lot of people were DMing us, sending us videos from it. Like, oh, well, Blake, you weren't lying that Anthony Bradford really was doing well against Ali Gate. Well, no shit. We're not making it up. (laughs) I mean, guys, when there's so many media people out there, did you think that we would come here and start making shit up? No. So, look, I wanted to see more today. Unfortunately, we weren't able to. I hope that throughout the week we're able to, but... Obviously, the biggest thing offensively, and I want to get to defense to kind of wrap all this up, too. Biggest thing today is Brian Kelly saying Monday or Tuesday is when we're announcing the quarterback of next week. So basically, what he's saying is this. Look, guys, so if you missed Brian Kelly's press conference, he came out today just to reiterate that they're not naming a starting quarterback until Monday or Tuesday of next week. Basically, what he's saying, I'm not going to give Florida State an extra week to prepare. That's all he's saying. I am convinced, utterly convinced that he knows who it is because when he gets asked about it, he knows what he wants to say. He pauses. He waits. He thinks before he speaks. Guys, you have a professional coach as your head coach. He doesn't have to answer the question immediately. He goes, "Well, you know." Watch Brian Kelly do that the next press conference. Well, you know, uh, and then he's thinking about what he wants to say. Great job, Coach. I mean, seriously, seriously, I mean that fullheartedly. I think that they know. I think that Mike Dembrock has told him who he wants. I think that they have come up to a collective decision and they have a situation and game plan ready for when Garrett or Jayden, the second quarterback, whoever that is, who it's going to be. And I'm here to tell you guys, I don't know. I can give you my feeling. I can give you my suspicion. I can tell you what I think's going on, but it doesn't necessarily always matter what I think. Tell, don't tell me what you think. Guys, I do think it's going to be Jayden. I fully believe that. He hasn't done, he hasn't shown us anything, mean Jaden. He hasn't shown us anything that where he's lost it. Versus we've seen Garrett throw interceptions. We've seen Garrett put ball the ball in harm's way, but he's had a phenomenal camp. Phenomenal camp. Go to LSU Gold. Our boy Mike Jones Jr. picked off picked off Garrett. Uh, Nussmeyer just last week. Who? The film don't lie. The film don't lie. We have not seen that yet from Jaden. And it's why I'm going to give him the nod, obviously, along with the two, the 30 starts. So I think they're going to continue to rotate. Guys at wide receiver, guys at running back. It was good to see Jack Besh out there. I was kind of... When I was kind of peeping in uh, when they were running some stuff, when we were passing by, Um, Jack Besh looks good to go. I think that they're going to utilize him in a lot of different roles and a lot of different formations and a lot of different situations. Um... I don't know how they're going to do it yet because we haven't seen him enough to know. Um... But, yeah, he's going to be playing a lot. He's going to be playing a lot. In reference back to, though, this Brian Kelly thing on the QB situation, I, I guys, when, when, when I saw Brian Kelly today and I saw him going out there with the defense and he wasn't with the offense during warm-ups and stuff like that, that's not a guy that wants everything to know, like – is Jane Daniels going to do something to impress him? Is Garrett Nussmeyer going to do something to impress him? I, I, I just fully in my gut believe that they know who the starting quarterback is going to be. And I'm going to support either one of the young men. I'm going to support either one of them. So as we get down here and as we're getting ever so closer to this Saturday with Florida State going up against Duquesne. By the way, where in the hell is Duquesne? Can one of my producers help me out? Help a brother out here. Where in the Sam Hill is Duquesne? Because I have no earthly idea. Are they in FCS school? You know, are they in the... I, I, I figured it out. They're the only FCS program in Alaska. Mario Chalmers got his first offer from Duquesne. Watch it be like in Pennsylvania, like Scranton. (laughs) Oh, WBRZ. I'm pretty sure I'm almost positive that this is Matt Trent from WBRZ. Look at the tall tree himself. Look at him. I was watching his special last night. Y'all go give him a follow on Twitter at WBRZ Sports. What's up, Matty? Um, Zach, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Zach, you got to be quicker than Matt Trent. You're about to get replaced, Zach. You get a haircut like Tim Tebow after the Eli Manning, uh, uh, Eli's places. I saw you trying to look like Tebow. You can't run like him, but they call me Eric Berry. I'm sure Memphis Spencer remembers when Eric Berry absolutely obliterated Tim Tebow. (laughs) Obliterated him. Uh, WBR, so Matt Trent, WBRZ says, only one Division I school in Alaska. <laughs> it's true. Duquesne. But as we get there, I do think uh, we're going to be obviously watching Florida State. We're going to be obviously glued in. I'm going to be taking a lot of notes. TJ Pettinger, like I mentioned earlier, is going to be joining us Wednesday to break them down. Uh, as guys, we're here. We are here. Let's move over, though, as we got five minutes before Memphis Spence joins us. Let's go over to the defense. This was the biggest thing of the day. The no-question biggest thing of the day. Uh, Greg Penn, completely fine. Nothing wrong with him. He's wearing one of those, you, what do you call it, like the knee braces on your elbow? He, I, I always just call it he's wearing the J.J. Watt because J.J. Watt was the first person I saw wear the thing on your elbow. Uh, Greg Penn was getting tre- checked out. Looked like the the... the the guard, the uh, elbow guard was a little too tight. And Greg Penn pops out with the first team. And you hear Matt House, obviously LSU's defensive coordinator, says, Perkins! Harold Perkins runs out with the first team and starts taking reps. Guys, I'm uh, before I – and you guys know how much I don't like freaking out about five-star freshmen coming in, being starters – I don't like putting a lot on their plate. He's doing amazing things. So when everybody last season was talking about Texas A&M and their oil money and, oh, my God, Harold Perkins is going there, and all of a sudden he gets flipped. When Brian – I, I want to say, you know, maybe at LSU or AYS after dark, I was going to – I would say what I want to say, but <laughs> – Brian Kelly goes into the state of Texas and flips a top five recruit in the country. And now he's starting to take first team reps. By the way, speaking of A&M, 47th in recruiting. <laughs> Jimbo, you loser. <laughs> oh, Blake, they're paying everybody NIL. (laughs) They suck right now. Dog, Vandy's got a better recruiting class than them right now. (laughs) Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. God, it's so great. Remember when all you were panicking? Oh, man. NIL's bad for college football, Blake. Look at I and m Texas. Oh, Jimbo, never trust a man that wears a Velcro hat. Never. Anyway, uh, guys, the defense was the same outside of Harold Perkins rotating in with the ones. Greg Brooks moves back into the slot. And somebody, and somebody that we continue to talk about on this show. Guys, Colby Richardson, the grad transfer from Magnese, is going to be your starter. He, for whatever it's worth, you know, I feel like we're, and I hope this doesn't happen to this young man. I hope that we don't talk him up so much that when those bright lights come on, he folds a little. I don't think that's going to happen. But my God, guys, he, you can tell that the McNeese transfer, Colby Richardson, deserved and deserves to be at LSU how a grad transfer walk on walks into lsu and is better than really right now any corner that you have is flat out amazing to me flat out amazing to me he is pr- he is the most impre- impressive db right now now i don't know how that's going to transpire does seven banks work his way back in here i think that he will He's still a little bit limited, and I understand that. But when he gets in there, when Seven Banks, the Ohio State transfer, gets in there, he's done some really good stuff. So the defense is the same outside of Harold Perkins running some snaps with the ones and Greg Brooks moving back into the slot. Um, I was interested, though, they're moving this defensive line around a lot. A lot. Whatever the offense dictates, it's kind of funny. It's like the complete opposite of Ed Orgeron. Whatever the offense does, this defense has a counter to it. Holy shit. We're actually playing football defensively? Meaning like you can run with the guy that goes in motion? Ed Orgeron would never. Maybe you can take that defense over to Miami. You know, Miami fans are saying they're going twelve zero. By the way, I wonder if Memphis Spence got, has them in the top sixteen. That's what I want to know. And God, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> God, they the, guys. I was watching some of their practice film from you know a buddy of mine. <laughs> Poor Miami man. <laughs> I paraded. This is the only thing about a and I hope. Guys, I think they're going to go into A&M and and they are going to get those cheeks clapped. Guys, they are so small on the defensive line. They are all night long. Three-year-olds are going to run in there and be like, Mommy, Daddy, why are you clapping? And it's going to be Miami versus A&M. <laughs> all right. Remember I said this. They're not going to be good. Watch. Bank it. And if they do beat A&M, it's a win-win for us LSU fans, right? <laughs> I mean, Jimbo, what'd it do, baby? All right. <laughs> Delton says, and cocaine's a hell of a drug. I've never had it. The only drug that I have is from the Holy Spirit. It's the only drug that I need. I'm also lying. (laughs) I'm also lying. (laughs) Good Lord, forgive me. I'd be tearing them THC gummies up before I became a saved man back in the day, back in college. I don't do those no more. Never have I ever. Okay, let's do this guys. Memphis Spence, you're one of your, and probably one of my favorite dudes in sports joins us next. Let's pay these bills. Speaking of THC, Let's talk about our good friends over at thegramco.com, and let's talk about our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. We return in one minute and 30 seconds with probably the biggest voter of college football on planet Earth. See you in just a bit. That's the cue to play the commercial. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta 8 company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the wake-and-bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code ays25 that's thegramco.com ays25 promo code to get 25 percent off of your order jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays anniversaries and everyday use gramco is hemp derived and completely legal inside as the state of louisiana no medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet you must be 21 years older to order again that's thegramco.com Use that promo code, AYS25. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give him a call today at 985 386 7600. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. We're back. Yeah! The man himself, Memphis Spence, joins us. My man. It's, been, it's been too long. You know, y- you know I-, I haven't really known what to do with myself since you have not graced us with your amazing presence but nevertheless Memphis Spence is our guest we'll let you know everywhere you can catch all of his content I listen to his shows uh and he did something big today he came out with his top 16 correct is this right
2: yep that's right that's right preseason
1: we'll get into that so let's get into that now uh Memphis you did release your top 16 I'm not going to get into all of them right because I think some of them are a little you kind of know that they're going to be out here right but the biggest yeah. thing, the biggest thing that you had that I saw was that you had Georgia at number 1. Yeah. I need to know why. Sell me on the Bulldogs being number 1 in the country to start the preseason.
2: Well, it's it's kind of how I do my preseason poll, right? So, I'm one of the people and there's a lot of different ways. What they don't tell you is how to do these polls once they once they elevates you to doing these polls. So there's a lot of different philosophies. I'm one of the people that give a lot of credence and credit to the team that won the championship last year. A lot of times I'm looking at what happened last year, where you finished last year. In our polls, in the AP polls, in the college football playoff polls, I'm looking at all that. I'm also looking at how much talent you lost and whether or not you can replace that talent. Because somebody asked, well, well, how do you have Georgia up there, but you don't have Cincinnati? And I'm like, Cincinnati can't replace talent at the level that Georgia or Alabama or LSU or – they're not they're not talent magnets right. like these others. You know, they got nine people going. That's the squad, right? That's the squad. They, they, they may be able to make it back, but that's the squad. They, they had a squad. Uh, that squad was around for a while. Uh, you know, they're back. Georgia, I still think, has one of the easiest schedules in the SEC. If you look at it, there's really only two teams that they have to beat. That's Kentucky and Oregon. And I'm not saying that the rest of them, they're going to cakewalk the rest of them. But commensurate with the talent that they have and the talent that's replacing the talent that left, I still think that they have one of the easier roads to the SEC championship and therefore to the college football playoff.
1: I'm I'm not gonna say I'm speechless but I think you kind of sold me a little because I never really thought of their schedule in that way because I yeah. think isn't there they probably their tough toughest opponents would be Tennessee uh I mean maybe Oregon maybe right like maybe Ooh. Oregon but I didn't think yeah. about it like way that's that's very interesting okay okay I'm not gonna hate on it I am gonna hate I am gonna hate on you with one of them though. We do oh, yeah. got to get to your poll, 5, oh. 6, and 7. You had Baylor. Okay. okay. Dave Aranda came from LSU, got the bald head, looks a lot like me without hair. I'm cool with it. Number six, the A&M Aggies. Yes. Someone's going to have to sell me. <laughs> Please, God please sell me on how you have AM in the top 10, please. Dear Lord.
2: I'm not sure if I can, <laughs> but I'll say this. I'll, I'm not sure if I can sell you on a being <laughs> in the top six.
1: Uh,
2: to be honest with you. And, and this is this. I want to make sure that you understand this as well. This is not necessarily where I expect them to end up at the end of the
0: season.
2: <laughs> um, because A&M has a really, really tough schedule. I think they have, like, probably about three losses uh, coming if you look at their schedule. Uh, but should they start there? Probably. Um, they had a really interesting year last year, uh, a year that, you know, I guess the the, the crown achievement was, was uh, Alabama. I mean, yeah, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And they won that game. I gotta give I gotta give a man credit, Jimbo credit for winning that game. Uh, can they do it this year again? I don't know. Revenge don't season.
1: Know. Revenge season for Saban, man.
2: Nobody beat Saban twice in a row.
1: Never. Unless uh your boy from Liberty. Hugh Freeze is the only one to do it, oh, right? Hugh
2: Freeze is the only guy that's beat him twice in a row. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Hugh Freeze beat him twice in a row. Um, and then he lost to Memphis for some reason. I don't know why how that happened. He didn't
1: have the strippers there uh, from but, Memphis.
2: But so I think I think they earned last season a place starting at 6. I don't expect them to to end up at 6 to be honest with you, but um compared on what they did last year, uh they can start at 6. There's not there's not that much I don't think that there was that but they didn't lose that many guys to the NFL. I mean LSU lost more guys to the NFL right than than Texas A&M last year. Um so they have a similar team uh, as last year, um, whether or not that team's going to rise to the occasion like last year, I don't know. Uh, I think they may take a step backwards, honestly. I think this is a nine-win season instead of ten-win season. But I think they deserve off of the, the, the win off of Alabama and where they ended up last year, um, plus the fact that they didn't lose a whole lot of people to the league. They can start off at six. Seven's what people have been pounding me on. BYU.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of figure, but you're not wrong there. I think they deserve to be in the top ten. This is people – people trashing you about BYU aren't – don't do what me and you do in the offseason. They don't watch random college football games just for the hell of it. Bringham right. youngs to be pretty good, and they have a pretty favorable schedule.
2: Man, Kalani is a heck of a coach too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing. The, the, they the, Their schedule, if you look at it, and the question – because a lot of the other voters had Utah ahead of BYU. And for some reason, they don't play this year, which is kind of odd. But if you actually break down Utah's schedule and BYU's schedule, I think BYU may have the harder schedule. They may have the stronger wow. schedule. And if they, they do the same thing they did last year, uh, you know, win, win 10, 11 games, then they're going to probably end up somewhere in this 16 at the end of the year also. Um, Utah has – Utah is going to – Utah, I know a lot of people are picking them to win the Pac-12. I want to see what USC does this year. I want to see what Oregon does this year. Oregon could get a, a nice little kick, a nice little boost. If Oregon rolls in and beats Georgia, then every all the cards are back on the table. Agreed. Right? You know, but, but I don't, you know, seeing what I saw last year from Oregon, I don't expect that to happen, but – that may be, you know, the the season rolls on and we start looking at things like, oh, that was wrong. We need to make some adjustments. But I think it's okay, you know, I, I when I when I when I put this together, I give a lot more credence. I I, I really weight heavily where you di- what you did if you won a conference or if you playing in a New Year's Six Bowl last year, uh, you know, whether or not you had ten wins, and then from that team, how many guys did you lose to the NFL? How you know are your are your key starters coming back? You know, how many seniors, juniors do you have starting? I take all of that into consideration and whatnot, and and, and that's kind of how I put it together. What The the order that these teams are in is not the order that I expect them to end in the end of the season. I'll say that.
1: All right, last one on your list, and then I want to – because you had some comments about LSU and, and where you think that they're at, so obviously I want to get to LSU next and the SEC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am not buying this NC Straight, NC State hype train. I don't think Leary is as good as a quarterback as people make him out to be. Okay, I know that you have him at 16, but every time I watch him on film, I feel like I would rather watch paint dry. There's nothing that he does as a quarterback that makes me, Spence, go, wow, right? Like, there's nothing – yes, does he make some good throws – the I, I, I needed somebody with your expertise to tell me why you have NC State at sixteen. I'm not bashing you on it. I just see a lot of people putting them in there and I gotta be honest, I just don't understand why. Can you give me and our listeners some reasons as to why there's a lot of preseason hype around the Wolf? Well, you
2: know, I'm not a I'm I'm I guess I'm a quasi offensive guy, but I'm really a defensive guy. Okay. I start looking at defenses and start watching matchups and and that's kind of how I knew when I saw Georgia's defense last year and, you know, started seeing some some practices from last year, I was like, why wouldn't – if they can't win it this year, when are they going to be able to win it? Look at these guys. Um, NC State's defense is pretty good for an ACC team. I, I think they're probably a middle-of-the-road SEC defense, but in the ACC, that's good. You know, there's not, a, there's not a whole lot of teams that you have to knock off in the ACC. I mean, uh, offensively. I mean, you're absolutely right about Miami. I don't know what the hype is. I, I I've, I've been watching film, and I'm like, man, these guys—they're going to get pushed around, big time. I mean, they're big fast, time. but they're going to get pushed around. They're not—they're not big. They're not—they uh, can't move it. That, That—that that offensive line can't move anybody. They can't even move their own defensive starters. And I—I I, I don't. I don't think Miami is an actual threat this year, even though um people like Brett McMurphy have him in the top five.
3: I saw so I just, that.
2: I saw that and I said, What? Do you take it you work for the Action Network, are you taking a little little action on the side? Don't let let them know I said that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, te- know, I'm texting him. I was like, Top I'm, five. No. I'm texting no. him right I now. Even have, if I had if I if I went down to twenty five, L S U by the way. Would probably be seventeen or eighteen right now. Okay, uh, maybe nineteen. But Miami, I don't even know if Miami's in my top twenty-five. That's how far Miami. Uh, Miami's below LSU right now in terms of talent and and what I believe that they're going to be able to accomplish in, in this first year. So um, I I don't understand why Miami's there now. NC State's there because they have a they have two linebackers that are being scouted by the NFL, and they have a defensive lineman that's awesome. They, they, their defense is legit. They have the
1: pieces is what you're saying. They
2: have, they have a legit defense that's going to be able to keep them on the field, and they have a quarterback that's a game manager at best.
1: He's not but, that good. He's not that good.
2: <laughs> he's just a game manager. He's not going to win you any games, but he may not lose you any games. They're – a lot of people are saying eleven and one. I still see it as a nine and three team. Um, they may get lucky though. They may get lucky and win ten.
1: Well, I'm okay with that, but everybody trying to sell me that Leary's gonna be a first round pick at quarterback. Like you saw flashes from Burrow as an example in eighteen to yeah. where it wasn't yeah. that big of a jump. I mean, look, I mean, he had some really good moments. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. All right, so let's get to LSU and, and this SEC. I want to get to Tennessee. <laughs> I know you're going to love talking about Tennessee after this. Um, you mentioned, and I thought this was good for our listeners around LSU. Is a lot of times people that aren't, you know, are fans don't understand why LSU is not in the top 16. Now you said, you know, 17, 18, 19 is where you would have them right now if you were doing a top 25. You did mention it's because you just have no idea who the starting quarterback is going to be, and I think that that's very fair. Spence, is the quarterback position the only thing holding you back from putting LSU in that top sixteen?
2: Yes. Like I was waiting, I was waiting around, and I, you know, I I waited to the last minute to do my my I noticed uh, preseason because I wanted to know who the quarterback was. But since I don't know that, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I already know that LSU is probably most likely they're going to win seven games. I already told you. I think they're winning eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is going to be an eight-win season. There's a number of reasons why. Uh, if you look back, it, it, if you subtract the the years that you know the NCAA took away from Brian Kelly and any of these programs, and you go back uh, to just all of his FBS seasons, I think Brian Kelly's only had two seasons maybe three, that he's had less than eight wins. And that's going back to to Central Michigan, Cincinnati, when I used to watch him up there, you know, Notre Dame. I mean, he usually wins eight games. You you can usually bank him for eight games. And I I still think with this talent, he's going to win eight games. I can see the games that he's going to win, but I still need to know what kind of – if.
1: So if I, I was told you Jaden
2: Daniels was uh, gonna start. Okay, so really that's, what say, uh, that's what i
1: about to say. That's what I was about to say. Insert Jaden Daniels' as QB one. What is your how much does your thought process change? I think
2: that I, I think that if 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 Jaden Daniels starts, because I think that he's a really headsy guy, and I know people are talking about his accuracy at Arizona State. It, there's some truth to that. Because he did throw ten interceptions. But let me tell you about that Arizona State offensive line. Um, they don't have one. <laughs> and they don't – they haven't had one. L- listen, it, it's one thing to call yourself a Power 5 program. It's something else that over the last – since 2018, they've only – I think they've only put one offensive lineman in the NFL. That's insane. It's two since that. I mean, I, I, and, and I, I hate to use Memphis as a bellwether, but if you're not doing better than that program, which I – which is kind of like just a middle-of-the-line program that can't even get to a Power 5 conference, then what are you doing? I mean, Herb Edwards, he just just—he—he he hasn't been able to develop any offensive linemen since, he, since he's been there. And Jaden Daniels has been running for his life. Well, he can't get to a second or third progression. He doesn't have the time to. Uh-huh. I think now, in this type of an offense, he's going to be able to just sit back there and actually get through a couple of reads because he's actually a headsy guy. He was a smart guy in high school. Um, so I think he's going to be able to, uh, to understand Kelly's offense and to execute Kelly's offense if he were the starter. Um, that, that said, I think that at that point, that brings in – he brings a particular skill set that might be able to get you, you know, definitely eight, maybe nine, maybe ten games. You may be – you know, there, 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 there are a couple of games I could see, like this could be a coin toss game if he's the starter. Uh, But, you know, there's that there's there's I don't know what Kelly's going to do here. And um, I don't know if he's going to be the starting quarterback or if he's going to impress Kelly enough or understands the playbook enough to actually start.
1: I will say this. He has been seriously impressive to me at practice and scrimmages. Now, BK has given us a lot of access and, okay. Spence, I think you know me well enough to know that I don't like overreacting to newcomers. He's right. not turning the ball over. This, You know, the, the question that I had was, was he this bad at inter, in the intermediate passing game in Arizona State? And if he was, Brian Kelly d- deserves a Nobel Peace Prize because he's not missing. Now...
2: Well, see, it's, it wasn't... I guess the... At Arizona State, so, okay, so his freshman year, he was a phenom, right? That's when he had most of his stats and everything else. He got hurt his his uh, uh, sophomore year. I think he only had, like, four or five games that year. Came back, and he didn't want to get hurt. Also, his offensive line sucked. That's why he was only hitting one read. It You can't get to those intermediate passes if you don't at least have three seconds to drop back and read a defense. You It doesn't – You don't – you're hitting short passes or you're taking off, which was the majority of the offense that he was running last year. It's not that he can't hit them. It's that he didn't have the time. Just go back, look at the first year when he actually had an offensive line, even though that was an offensive line that was a carryover from before when Herm Edwards got there. Uh, And one of those guys actually went to the draft and, and got drafted. But since then, he's had no offensive line, got hurt the next year. Um, and the offensive line has deteriorated there at Arizona State. Uh, Arizona State quarterbacks, though, usually do pretty good when they transfer. We had a guy named Brady White Mm -hmm. came over from Arizona State to Memphis and went out there and uh, got us to a cotton bowl. So uh, I've been kind of impressed by um, Arizona State transfer quarterbacks, except for Blake Barnett. He really was a five-star flameout. But um, other than him, you know, everybody else has been pretty good.
1: If they go to the Cotton Bowl this year, meaning LSU, sign me up for it.
2: (laughs) Right, right, right. Because,
1: Spence, I don't think fans realize how big of a jump it is going from six wins to nine wins. Like, I, I don't think, you know, because if you're in the SEC and you get and you go to the Cotton Bowl, let's just say hypothetically they were to win it like LSU was in 18, you're sniffing the top five. Like that's, yeah. like, that's how this yeah. works. Yes, give me that, okay? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm completely okay Absolutely. with it. Uh, but let's Absolutely. go around the SEC, though. I don't want to talk about Bama anymore. I don't want to talk about A&M. We talk at them at complete nauseam. I want to go up to the great state of Tennessee. <laughs> the that's moonshine right. state, I think is what they call it. You know, the mountain state of the South. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, pretty women. Pretty women, I got, I got to give you all that. Yeah. I hope my wife didn't hear me. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Tennessee is getting a lot of hype. Now, I yeah. understand it with Henn and Hooker. 30 mm-hmm. touchdowns, three interceptions. Are you buying the hype on Tennessee this year? We've had some people saying that they're going to win the East, which is, I think, a little bit too soon.
2: That's a little rich. Um, I, th- I think they could still beat Kentucky. Uh, but they're going to have a hard time – Tennessee used to beat guys with their defense and their offense used to hold serve um you know back when you know when I was watching it was the Reggie white years and all that I mean they they used to they used to just dominate you that's how they beat you know uh Alabama so many they used to dominate defense mm-hmm. that's still not there a lot of people a lot of fans you know you know how this works a lot of fans see offense there's offensive blinders on if the no offense doubt. is good then it's great. But, I mean, if the offense – if offense was the only thing that mattered, Ole Miss would have been in the college football playoffs last year. They had a great offense. They weren't losing games because they couldn't score 40. They were losing games because they were letting people score 45 on them. Correct. And that's a—that—that's an issue. Uh, that's the same – until I see some real defensive discipline by the Vols, I can't buy them as somebody that's going to win the East. I just can't I don't think that they're going to be able to just like beat Georgia hands down, you know. Georgia's defense is just still too good. Even though even though they had 15 guys leave, they're still a better defense than than the Vols. I I want if the Vols, I think the Vols are making progress. I'll say that. You know, for years I've been like no Kentucky's the better team. Kentucky's the better team even if they can beat if even if the Vols beat Kentucky Kentucky's still the better team. Now wow. I'm like, mm, they're pulling back up to the gate. They're 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 just about even. Florida's, I don't know where Florida is. Florida fell off a cliff. But, you know, I'd say Tennessee and and Kentucky are right there looking around at second place right now. And Georgia's still, you know, looking in their rear view. Um, I don't think, I, I think Tennessee might challenge this year. I don't think they get there. I just don't think they have the defensive hosses hold it down.
1: I agree. And they got to come, which will more than likely be a night game in Tiger stadium at seven 30 at night.
2: I don't think it's happening.
1: Well, well, and, <laughs> well, and uh, you know, Spence, God forbid LSU beat Florida state and get some momentum because oh. here's, here's, here's what I'm thinking. No, you're right?
2: going to beat Florida state.
1: Well, just, you know, Orgeron kind of scarred me with UCLA. I'm going to take a step back and just be cool for a minute. If, if they beat Florida state mm-hmm. and then you get an entire fan base who wants to be, which is crazy to me that I'm about to say this because you can't say this about other FCS teams. Spence LSU Southern is sold out. It is completely sold out. The tailgating That's, lots, okay. which don't sell out this early. Sold That's out. Okay. That's I don't go to games. Cause we do the post game interview or post game show. I'm gonna be Uh up in the stadium shaking my tail feather. I'm sitting on Southern side. I'm not going up in no goddamn press box. The band, yes, the band, play neck. (laughs) I'm gonna be screaming at him the whole time. Okay, here's my point. Yeah, you beat Florida State. You beat Southern. Uh You beat Uh uh, uh, um, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. You get to Tennessee at night in Death Valley. And if LSU is to win that game, I think it could be a pinnacle point for both of those teams. If Tennessee yes. can come in here and win, okay, well, that's, that's Tennessee's
2: that's back. That's the turning point. That's a that's turning, the turning point. point. Right. Yes. If they come uh, into here As a matter of fact, I'm looking at this LSU schedule. I'm pulling it up.
1: Yep. They could be 7-1, and 8-0 oh going into Bama. They have that yes. poten- They have that potential.
2: And you're, there's a legit chance of being five and O before you see Tennessee.
1: Th- that that's my point. A
2: legit chance.
1: A very so legit chance. So
2: you know, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is looking good. This is this isn't something that Brian Kelly isn't going to be able to pull off. He could probably be five and and0 before Auburn. I don't. What's going on in Auburn? I can't get. I can't even get any good information out of Auburn anymore.
1: I think it's TJ. You know, people in Ponchatoula, where I'm at, they're I think that that's going to be announced within the next 48 to 72 hours. I'm barring my okay. words very carefully here. I think TJ won. I think Calzada is seeing his his own shadow, like his name is um, cool. Sam Darnold. Um, so we'll see there. I don't know, but the young guy that they brought in, I heard, is pretty phenomenal. Okay. Uh, but but we'll see. But nevertheless, Spence, if they start off five and zero and they do beat Tennessee at home and start off six and zero, I can find three wins. <laughs> I, oh, easy. I could. They I could mean- beat. They could beat A and M. They could beat Florida.
2: They could... Florida A&M and UAB. I mean, correct. I mean, that's it's it's a Arkansas. They could go to Arkansas and win.
1: I'm going to tell the you Arkansas something. The Arkansas team is
2: good, and Sam Pittman. <laughs> it, 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 what's so funny is you. I looked at. So I I always look at lines because I'm a I'm a voter for both the Bronco Nagurski Award and the Outland Trophy. So I'm always in the lines, always in the trenches, like you. And I look at all the offensive line. I'll from, buy the Allen
1: Trophy vote for, from you. $1,000? <laughs> uh, I I,
2: uh, I looked at Arkansas's line, and I look at Miami's offensive line, and I'm like, they're not even in the same league. They're not, not like even like remotely SPF close. Line and one looked like an FBS line, and that's why, that's why I was like, ooh, that, how, is, how is Miami going to win any games with a line this small? Um, it's definitely not playing bigger teams. That's, that's for real. Uh, they may have some conditioning, but they're not going to be goal line stands are not what they're going to be able to accomplish. I but agree. Sam Pittman does have a really good offensive line up there, and uh, but that's still a winnable that's still a winnable game. You know, Kelly can scheme around different things, um, and if he can if he can get into that game uh, with something on the line, that's those are basically the two pivotal games in my opinion: Tennessee and Arkansas for LSU.
1: One last note: on the oh,
2: games goes the season. Um, I'm not giving LSU the Alabama game. Could happen. I'm not giving LSU the Texas A&M game. Could happen. You know, but the two games I think that are my laser focus are Tennessee and Arkansas for a number of reasons. But those are two, you know, kind of emerging teams with coaches that kind of know what they're doing uh, and have their own little style of playing. But if LSU beats both of them, that's the season. I mean, I think that takes them from – a 7 win team to a 9 win team looking at maybe a cotton bowl appearance or something of that nature and that's all you need from year 1 year 1 and then look at what what's going on with the recruiting cuz remember they they y'all told me that Kelly could not recruit hey yep. hey i ain't ever say that shit
1: <laughs> 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 Don't, no i didn't the Spence,
2: they're 46. Who was telling us that Kelly couldn't recruit? There were a Spence. lot of people telling us that.
1: Last thing. I swear to God, last thing. I'm going to get you out of here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I thought NIL was a big deal, right? Like, I, I thought NIL was a problem. Somebody's going to have to explain to me then, too, why A&M is 47th part 247 in recruiting.
2: I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe he called off the dogs. Maybe he, um, you know, I mean, after Saban put – that program on Front Street, you know, it's interesting. Saban says stuff, and then like you know, NCAA regulators just appear on your campus, like, "Oh, let me, can I look around for a minute?" And you know, if that's happening, you're not doing any type, of, <laughs> you're not doing any type of recruiting. So uh, I don't know what's going on there, and I'm not saying that I, I have any information about Texas A&M or whatnot, uh, but. Don't be surprised if news comes out about regulators being on their campus looking around after what Nick Saban said. Uh, and that may have hindered some of their uh, recruiting practices.
1: Bro. <laughs> and he's going to be here until 2092.
2: Oh, he, my God. You know? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Anyway. I saw
1: that. All right, Memphis Spence. Our, dude, I love when you come on. Glad that you're here. Glad you were able to come yeah. back and, and hang out with us. Hey, uh, by I, the
2: way, for the for the guys that were asking where I was, man, BA five. COVID, man, COVID. Me and COVID were boxing. It, COVID came to my door, have... knocked on my door, came in. We were boxing, man. We were, you know, I had to right. have to take COVID out.
1: Don't you, Leon Edwards? COVID, you know, got you <laughs> down true. bad earlier, and then it came up. You came up with the head kick.
2: They 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 had me in the first half.
1: hey i I will say this spence and when i had it i mean yeah i don't know what i don't want to get political here but it kicked my ass you know like it it kicked my butt
2: all right it got me too man buddy
1: we we have college football this week
2: i love it i I love it it
1: too and we'll see oh go ahead
2: i look man blake i can't wait to just do this season with you because last year you were one of the guys that, that invited me on your show. Love your audience. Uh, love, love you, man. Thank you. As a brother and as a guy that actually knows what's going on in this sport. Cause sometimes, you know, you go on people's shows and you're, you're like, well, I don't know if they know what's going on, but I'm here. But you know what's going on in this sport? and um you know I'm, I'm 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 honored to actually be able to come on to your show whenever i get a chance
1: in in twitter great sometimes when you actually can have Wonder. civil conversations you know wonderful yeah. that's how we met i love you too brother all right we'll see you again very soon thank you so much for yeah. coming have a good night my friend
2: Take care, my man. All
1: right, that's my man, Memphis Spence. Always fantastic. Sorry I didn't get to any of your questions. My questions were better. (laughs) I had to get to my man's stuff, man. He's he's an Outland Trophy voter. You got to get on the good side of people like Memphis. You do but he's fantastic. Okay, let's do this. We'll be wrapping up the show. Have any questions, thoughts, concerns? Put it inside the chat. Hashtag AskBlake. Let's finish with our last break. Let's talk about our good friend, Carol Foss, over at State Farm. State Farm, we return with Pooh Bear next in 45 seconds. Pooh Bear's got some questions he needs to get answered. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Foss, and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor, after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer, all applicants subject to the state farm underwriting requirements. Pooh bear. They're saying that you have some questions that need, that you need to answer. Uh, where were you last week? Was the number one question in my DMS? Uh, can you mm-hmm. tell the good people what you were doing and how you saved? Never mind, I'm not even going to make up a lie, but they want to know, um,
3: my government job called, um, When I say my government job, I mean the job that uh, pays my mortgage, not the one that pays the strippers. Thank you, Blake, for helping me me keep single mothers uh, employed. Uh, College tuition fund. (laughs) College tuition fund. Dance lessons. Yes. Uh, No, no, no. And they're not
1: strippers, Pooh Bear. You're you're right. They're exotic dancers. Thank you very much. Exotic
3: ballet dancers. That's correct. But uh, no, no. I, I just, you know, why is this one? But nah, man, I was out. Why don't know, you get, you talk about work. Ben
1: not having a Boosie fade. Why don't you get a Boosie fade? I'd usually
3: do on the sides, but you know, I was out of town. So I got to, I got to catch up with my barber, man. You know, you know, Hey, you know, I, I go, I, I kind of do a Zach. Hey, just the
1: sides. <laughs> and I want you to put a line right down the corner of my head. Yeah. I do that too. But it, it yeah. makes white people look good. You know, we got to look yeah. good to play good. We need all the help that we can get.
3: Do you um you want us to tell the story about uh, when you called me, when you found out about you had Corona? I got to be honest, play. that
1: whole week was a blur.
3: I, I don't... I, I, I just remember you saying, Pooh, just make sure Ben grows up and knows the ways of the big booty women. And I was like, I got you. <laughs> I'll make sure he, he does right and you know, he goes to LSU and
1: you're going to make me get divorced. You. Thank you. Do, you. do you have a couch I can sleep on?
3: <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. I got you. Uh, Dylan got a bump bed, man. We he got you. Thank you.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's a
3: full. The bottom's a full. You, you good.
1: Pooh, one of my thighs is a, you know, one of my thunder thighs can make up a, 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 a twin size bed.
3: Gotcha. Thick three C's. Let's go with it
1: actually seven all right we will see you guys again tomorrow tj pettinger from florida State's going to be joining us until then guys y'all have a good night peace out girl scouts
0: this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping